0: Welcome back to the Photo Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gagne, and on today's podcast, I speak with photographer Joe St. Pierre. Joe has worked with clients such as the New York Times, Architectural Digest, Bon Appetit Magazine, and Peroni Beer, to name a few. Much of Joe's work focuses around food and lifestyle photography, as well as much, much more. Um, Joe is someone whose work I've been following for a long time now, so I was really excited to get a chance to sit down and speak with him, kind of hear more about his journey and his approach to photography. Um, So I hope you enjoy it, and thanks so much for listening. Alright, Joe St. Pierre, we're here, man. Long time coming. Hyped to talk to you, man. The fucking the vegetable god, still life connoisseur, man. Uh, A lot of interesting stuff you've been working on, so definitely hyped to talk to you, man. Um, But I guess to start off, I was kind of curious, like, where you grew up and how you kind of got into photography
1: initially. Yeah, so I grew up in North Adderall, Massachusetts, which is about 45 minutes south of Boston without traffic and, like, 25 minutes from Providence, Rhode Island. So I'm nestled pretty nicely in between both cities um and i got in the photo just kind of like as another art thing um i always was kind of like an artistic kid growing up and dabbled in a bunch of things like painting and drawing nice and everything like that and then um i asked for a camera just so i could take pictures of things so then i could paint them or draw them and then i kind of just was fascinated by like the photo process damn so was that, was that like high school days yeah that was high school nice actually that was like eighth grade i think was when i initially got like a little digital point and shoot
0: oh so you shot digital your whole career
1: yeah i dabbled in film but that's cool yeah i saw you post on instagram
0: today you're like fucking with some like premiere and stuff yeah <laughs> is, are you, is that something you're trying to do more of
1: yeah i mean i feel like especially in this day and age with like social and everything i have so many clients that like, they all want gifs and stuff, or like little motion things. So, I feel like it's almost if you can get into it, and even if you can get good enough at it, yeah. it's like a good asset to have. And you just build on it, yeah, for sure. Because,
0: like, they'll give you like the little because they're not going to throw you like some big commercial when you start there, but they're just going to give you like little projects, probably, yeah, and then you build on it pretty much, right? But.
1: Especially if it's like tabletop stuff, they're just going to want you to like do little movement like video moves and stuff and that yeah so so he's been kind of like teaching yourself like youtube style and all that yeah that's
0: the way to fucking do it man like youtube's the shit youtube university youtube and uh you ever fuck with linda at all i've seen linda but no i haven't it's good you have to pay for it um i think like i feel like microsoft bought it bought it a few years ago but it's like they have like if you want to you can learn anything but they have like uh video how to shoot video how to edit video how to record sound like fucking tons of like really good stuff yeah yeah i've done like skillshare uh creative live okay i never creative live is that the one chase jarvis guy that was cool there was was it good yeah it's all
1: right it depends on what you buy into for it all right i mean like most tutorials once you kind of get your head around more like complex things i feel it's like I, anytime I buy a tutorial, it's like if I get one little nugget of advice, I yeah. try to think it's worth it.
0: It's like a starting point, yeah. And then, you, as you know, like you really learn when you're out in the field and stuff. Yeah. Um, did like, did you ever do like assisting or anything?
1: I didn't assist. No.
0: All right, so you just went straight shooting. Like, did you end up studying photography or?
1: No. So I basically started shooting. For some reason, got like really serious about it. Like when I was in high school i was just like i want to be a photographer okay. i'm just want like i feel like almost like blessed in a weird way that like i just kind of was like yeah you know what you want to yeah, do yeah i it. kind of know what i want to do and i'm so hard-headed <laughs> about stuff like that, that i'm just like i'm just gonna do it all right um so i almost went to uh photo school in waltham oh I uh, hallmark no not hallmark that's in western mass or what's not nesop nesop's literally closing the doors like oh tomorrow. yeah yeah, right. yeah that, <laughs> that fucking sucks uh, it was it was i don't know it was in waltham it was like i, I forget the
0: name ep i mean ep was there. yeah all right
1: that's all right anyway yeah i almost went there didn't work out with financial aid Yep. um and then i was so basically i applied i got in um the financial aid woman went on maternity leave, and then they're like, "We can't get you in the for this like first semester, whenever it was, but we'll circle back with you." It's like fucking yeah, wait, and fucking then, six months. And then they kind of circled back, and they sent me a list of all this stuff I had to buy, and I was just like, I don't have the means to buy this. My mom doesn't have the means to buy this stuff. Well, they're telling you, you had to buy like a ton of camera gear. Yeah, and shit. like we like you had to have like specifications for like you need a. A flash like this and a camera uh, like this fuck. and you need to use this website like you have to get a subscription or whatever yeah literally i had to get like a website subscription what the fuck to... am
0: i paying you fucking uh, all the tuition okay. for <laughs> <laughs>
1: like luckily i went to rit but uh, yeah they you could walk walk in there with nothing yeah yeah um so then yeah so then i was kind of like forget that um i'm just gonna see what i can do yeah and i was just working and then um i was like dude i'm just gonna assist wedding photographers because it seemed like a pretty easy not an easy in but like a good beginner in yeah definitely Um, so i was assisting weddings just so i could get wedding images because then i wanted to get my own weddings and then yeah because like
0: what were you even shooting like once
1: you got out of high school like what kind of were you interested in at that point it i was like it was like all lifestyle stuff so i was just shooting my friends basically i mean that's like what everyone does all right, that's cool. Yeah, because you weren't even shooting, like, I looking at your website now, it's a lot
0: of food, product, well, lifestyle, too. You kind of yeah. do a yeah. wide range of stuff, but back then, it was
1: just kind of your friends. And- yeah, it was mostly my friends, and then, I mean, I still would do, I like, thinking back, a lot of it was my friends, but I was always just taking, like like pictures in like my room of just like vignettes random and shit. random shit and i'd like you, you kind of still do that now yeah like it's just like <laughs> document like i'm so into just like yeah. interior design and like stuff and like cooking and things like that so i've just always been to stuff like that so i just kind of did that until yeah. i kind of find my style and then got a few opportunities that's cool so did you end up actually assisting wedding photographers yeah i assisted one guy pretty heavily and he didn't pay me anything really like, literally like 80 bucks a wedding or something Are you fucking yeah serious? but i was like 17 and he knew i was like 17 oh, so he took advantage of me it. yeah yeah i he, mean
0: if you're like assisting a wedding like that you should be making like Two fifty three hundred at least. Yeah.
1: Like, because it's a long-ass
0: fucking day, man. It is. Yeah. I
1: busted my ass for that guy. Yeah. And, like... Did you learn anything, you think, or...? I feel like it was weird. Like, I kind of learned things, but he almost... I felt like he almost, like, manipulated my mindset on, like, this is what you have to do. Oh, yeah, And then yeah. I had to, like, re-break myself
0: out of that. Yeah. I definitely met, like, when I first got... I Actually, before I even was in college i tried to assist a couple people yeah. and like you're young like you're fucking like mm-hmm. 18 or some shit and i remember meeting some guys and i was like, i, I assisted some like weird ass shoots like at a mall it's like some <laughs> some weird but in my <laughs> mind i was like all right i guess this is what a photographer is and like you right. said like you you're young and then like impressionable and you're like oh i guess this is what it
1: is but then like yeah. you kind of learn as you go i guess Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. So yeah, but I mean, it got me stuff in like enough to put some like Craigslist ads out and stuff. And then, I was booking like small like $500 a day stuff pretty quick and then it like what kind of stuff are you shooting this like it was literally just wedding stuff like very small weddings like I literally only advertised on Craigslist That's fucking so awesome. my max wedding was probably like 1500 bucks you can still find random oh shit for sure on- uh. you have to pay five bucks an ad now though oh and really you never used to have to yeah damn when did that switch Probably like a year or year and a half ago because I had a friend and I was like, yo, just put ads on Craigslist. Oh, like like I'm a photographer, you need something, yeah. hit me Yeah, I was up. like, that's what I used to do and like you'd be surprised. Oh, oh I was saying like you
0: can and look at like the gigs, the gigs folder and it'll be like random. Oh,
1: yeah, you can do that. But I used to post in Creative Services. Okay. So, I used to make an ad like, Boston Wedding Photographer. Yeah, because it will be like random people that would need like a corporate headshot. Yeah. Like, I remember
0: uh, I fucked with the... You ever heard of Thumbtack? Yep. It was kind of... It actually... It wasn't that great because you paid for like... Basically, you buy credits and you can like there'll be like jobs and you can bid on those jobs and they're mm-hmm. all little jobs like the most job you're gonna get is like a thousand dollars right if you're lucky um but i got a few like i got i photographed some some like doctor's like portrait for her like book or something right so it's
1: all like ty- when you're first starting out there's like all types of random right, shit but like you need that stuff when you're starting out yeah like yeah. i mean anything literally i was like anything yeah like i'll take anything fuck I'll still take anything right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you're not doing anything, I'll
1: make 500 bucks. I
0: don't care, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> you for never, sure. Because, like, I've had so many weird shoots like that where, like, you're like, going to like, oh, yeah, some shoot where I'm making like 500 bucks, and then you meet somebody and they're like, oh, I work at this company, um, we might need some stuff, and mm-hmm. then it, it doesn't always happen, but it definitely does,
1: yeah, dude. I, I, I just did something for someone, literally, the video I'm working on was like. A small shoot for like a blog it was like 500 bucks but i met her we hit it off and yeah. i was like hey i want to get in some video stuff and she's like a nutritionist and good at cooking and she has connects with people and i was like let's do a video yeah like i get practice out of it we'll both get something out of it and it's like you build on it yeah like, yeah you can't have like you can't have like ego
0: i i think like when i first started i was like so like I, like laser focused on like what i thought i was gonna mm-hmm. be and then you realize like oh like actually have more of an open mind and like yeah. opportunities kind of present right. themselves and then like you end up shooting stuff you never thought you're right going for sure. to sure um because like did you think you were going to be a wedding photographer at one point like were you like focused like i'm gonna start like advertising on wedding wire and shit like that or
1: no i never thought i'd be a wedding it was, just money. It was just literally money. just instead of working two jobs like right. at the outlets uh like retail yeah um fuck retail yeah (laughs) like i was like i'm just gonna assist and i'm gonna just save as much money as possible and then like try to just keep doing weddings as a means to an end but i was like i'm not like i was very focused on like i'm not going to be a wedding photographer and i knew like i knew the limits of like okay you're starting to get more inquiries and stuff. Like this is the point where you're either just gonna go in and be a whammy try for, or you need to get out. Because yeah. once you get too used to that income, yeah,
0: or you just get busy being busy, yeah, and then you're not working on anything you care exactly. You carry about care about because you can definitely do that because like. I did the same thing for a while. I was shooting weddings and stuff like years ago and I even was doing like I, I went to a couple like those little trade show like yeah. weddings to set up your booth and yeah. shit and you try to but then I realized I'm like why the fuck am I doing this like I was like I get just to make money obviously but then I was like I need to focus on like wh- what I want to shoot exactly it's hard to do though because it's like
1: uh, you gotta make money at the end yeah. of the day I mean don't get me wrong I didn't stop booking weddings and had like And was like, it's all or nothing. Like, I had other clients and stuff that I was like, okay, now seems like the time where if I back off weddings, I can always come back and... Like, I should be able to still
0: survive. Yeah. It's like a gradual thing. Yeah. Shit, I worked so many part-time jobs. I, I worked at a hardware store, like, on the weekends. And then, in the evenings, I was, like, working at Lowe's. It's like yeah. unloading the truck for years. But I would take those shifts because it was at night. So, I knew during the day I could yep. still take my assignments. And then, eventually, I didn't have to do that shit anymore. I, and I did
1: the same thing. I did stock in the morning.
0: Oh, really? So, yeah. Go I had to rent them outlets?
1: Yeah. So, yeah. I'd be up at, like, 4 a.m., get there at, like, 4 five or whatever and just unload box till like noon all right and then i was like okay i got this i time. can come home i can w- try to do any i mean i back then it was like i don't really know what like work looks like <laughs> but i come home and i like try to post online or yeah, like try yeah. to set something up or if something comes in craigslist i can work on that or go do that yeah because like what was your
0: goal like you like you said you didn't want to be a, a wedding photographer like were there like photographers you were kind of looking up to like a path you kind of wanted to go down? Was it always like you said like you're in, you're interested in like interior design and obviously like the, all the stuff you do with food and that what was that always kind of your.
1: So it was it, it really was like I wanted to be an advertising photographer. Yeah. Um or just like editorial in that world. Right. So I always cuz that's those were all my influences. Yeah. Um like I you interviewed like Day 19 Elizabeth Weinberg and people like that. Those were I was in high school looking at their work being like I want to do this this is what i want to do and like literally like working at PacSun sun and like seeing like the lifestyle images and stuff like that and being like i know who shot that like yeah, i want yeah, to yeah. do that like how sick would it be if like <laughs> i was that guy one day hell yeah or like whatever working at i worked at like j crew and i would always be looking at like that stuff like just in my head being like oh man like how are they doing that yeah so so how did you did you kind of start this kind of shooting personal stuff
0: and kind of building like your website and portfolio pretty much to yeah what kind of stuff were you
1: shooting It's like so i mean i feel like i was always shooting just like friends and stuff so a lot of I was trying to emulate a lot of that, like, lifestyle-type work that I was seeing. So you kind so, of, like, set up scenarios and yeah, stuff? Yeah, so that... Not even, like, set, set up as much, but I would just be like, yo, dude, let's go, like, camping in New Hampshire or something, and, like, I'll just literally document everything. All like, right. just documenting, like, everything or anything I thought was cool, yeah. which was, like, lifestyle or just, like... Like I said, I was always just like into like decorating my bedroom with stuff, like going to Ikea and like whatever. And then like taking still life stuff of that or trying to cook something or like taking like a million photos of like coffee yeah, and just like doing stuff like that and without really knowing like... Like, I was like, I want to get in advertising and I'm just kind of shooting this stuff because I feel like I can try to make it look like that and not maybe knowing exactly where I was going with it, but just kind of people reaching out and being like, oh, I like this and just small things. Yeah. Um, And then I I got in with this one company called compass real estate in boston Oh yeah they're, yeah they're huge yeah they're huge now yeah um but i was like the first person they hired to do lifestyle stuff so basically it was just like these oh. are all pictures of my friends and then they were like we think we could see this working and i did like one shoot and they were like we love this and then i got a few others and then they literally were like we're just gonna give you everybody that comes into this wait so they so it's a frame by listening encompasses a real estate office in boston yeah so like lifestyle was it like corporate lifestyle yeah it's like corporate lifestyle so basically shooting like meetings and stuff no so basically the they would get agents and then i would me and the agent would go around Boston and take pictures of them like walking around or at a cafe. looking like they're folded. working. Yeah, like with on their phone, with their iPad, like doing things that made them look more like a human and not just a real estate agent.
0: Oh, yeah. Cause a typical real estate shot is
1: like, them, yeah, it's just like they dumb headshot with, with their suit yeah. on. Yeah. It's the yeah. same yeah. thing
0: you see, like you drive by and someone's front house is like the same picture. Yeah. It's
1: so pretty- I was doing that and like, dude, in my, I still have so many pictures posted in my lifestyle section like a lot of those people are real estate agents I just worked really really hard to try to make them look as cool as possible damn and they had a lot of cool access to like penthouses or like just like cool spots around Boston yeah so it was just like yeah dude like I don't know and I feel like I kind of am good with having a personality that I can kind of break through their, like, businessy type stuff yeah. and kind of make them look a little bit more genuine. Yeah. Um, so, I did that for a long time, like, at least three years. And I was busy with them all the time. Damn. What were they using it for? Just, like, their website and Yeah, just social. their marketing. So, like, the overall Compass entity, like, the business would use them. Some of them f- might go on, like, Instagram or they might just, like, do random stuff, like... And then most of it was just directly for that agent's marketing. All right. Damn, that's pretty smart. Um, and when you're first starting
0: out, like, I'm sure you probably struggle with this. I think everyone does. How do you know how much to charge? Because you're like, because you're like, because you're like, you're so excited to finally like, oh, I'm not fucking assistant weddings anymore. I got yeah. a commercial client. And you're like, you. everyone has this feeling where like. I still struggle with this sometimes because, like, you're hungry for the job, but you don't you, – sometimes you got to ask for more. You, yeah. You, like, how, did, how did, did it take you a while to kind of navigate that aspect of the business?
1: Yeah, it did. I, I got a little lucky where, like, a few of my first clients were like, we can pay you, like, this much or whatever. So, I kind of got feelers. But, I mean, I was always – reading up as much as i could on like the business of photography like just even just trying to find like interviews of like commercial photographers and stuff or well, you're just, just looking like a photo
0: editor and stuff like that yeah or?
1: like a photo editor or just like googling their name and like interview after and just see All if right. i could find stuff i still do stuff like that <laughs> photobanter.com I upload it every monday <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah dude you just gotta keep, you just gotta get everyone's numbers yeah that's right <laughs> um so yeah just stuff like that and then just like testing stuff out being like all right mm-hmm. i feel like i'm worth this much and then if they go for it being like okay maybe i could ask for a little bit more like it's hard because once you start working with a client and you set a price it rarely goes it, up yeah it
0: never yeah. goes up you're just like that's what the price of the, you are like yeah. occasionally like maybe you get, some clients are cool like i've definitely had advertising clients where like i kind of like gave them a deal and then i think it was just but you have to explain that yeah. like and then they they get you on the back end like I've shot a ton of times where they're they're shooting like uh where they call it uh when the ad agency is trying to pitch their pitches mm. so I'll, I'll go shoot like a mock thing and then they ended up uh, pitching it to their client and then I end up getting like some jobs yeah. and stuff but well
1: it's also good too because like I mean when you get when you start getting like editorial stuff a lot of them are very upfront like we have this much oh, so then that's that. also good to be like okay well if you I can do this for this much, then, like, if something else comes, I can be within this range, and it should, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, editorial is pretty
0: straightforward. Yeah. It's like, this is what it is. And that's the tough thing with editorial, because it's like, you don't... It's like, whatever, 500 bucks, you can't really hire an assistant half the time or but it's really. also
1: just throwing out numbers and being like okay it didn't work for this amount of people this worked <laughs> for this amount of people yeah like i really want this job and i'm a little nervous to go in at this point so maybe if i go a little bit less because i just really want to do it or and whatever if, and if
0: you go too low especially with the commercial stuff then they'll be like wait why is this guy so much yeah. lower than everyone else and they won't even they'll be like yeah well this guy's out of the <laughs> 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 I've, I've had people tell me that like yeah like, all right yeah but you learn those lessons um because like what were kind of some of the first editorial clients you're working with and like how are you kind of getting your work out there were you doing like print promos or yes yours?
1: so a lot of it was print promos in the beginning which like my first print promo i went way overboard with i oh, was just like did? i'm gonna fucking nail uh, this dude, dude. <laughs> and i like got like custom made but i still have them i got like custom made books and it cost me like Fifteen hundred bucks Holy for all my shit, dude. But I was like, I'm sending these to literally everyone, <laughs> like L.A., New York, like every, like the biggest ad I'm agencies. The, Joe's <laughs> the here, the biggest reps. Like and nothing, just um, like maybe got like a few things out of it, like locally. Yeah, but. It, or like I'd send them just to like after a while I was like fuck dude I still have so many of these I'm just gonna send them to like clients I already have is with like a nice yeah. note of like hey thanks for keeping me around or, like yeah treat, um, treat the
0: clients you have really well yeah because obviously you want to keep their business but then the people you're working with can get a new job go to a new mm-hmm. company That's and story in my life and, dude and that's how you get that next client it's like it's like uh, it, I mean it took me a long time to learn that you have to have a lot of patience and market locally first like yeah who's in your network and what can you actually get into before like trying to go to the crazy i mean mm-hmm. fucking try to go to the crazy agencies all around the country but like it's i don't know i always felt i would get overwhelmed with marketing because it's like yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking go everywhere
1: yeah well <laughs> even now dude like i feel like i'm doing pretty well but like i still am like my main focus is boston like I just want to be getting work in Boston because it's the most sustainable. Yeah. So it's like I would rather spend money on doing promos to people in the area than like sending them to people in New York. It's like, dude, there's so many talented photographers in New York.
0: And you actually have a relationship with the
1: people exactly in your, in
0: your neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough thing. Um, like, when did you kind of start? When did the food stuff come to the mix? Like, so the,
1: yeah, the foods. I like I said, I I feel like for a long time I don't. I got like weirdly known on instagram for doing like coffee photos and just like random little food things and then i was in with that real estate agency was going on a shoot with one of the agents and had like a be good cup yeah
0: um and, and then, anybody listening from out of the state be good is like a local uh like burger salad like uh what do you call it a uh, franchise basically. Yeah, yeah yeah they're
1: like they're like big around new england and yeah. then they have one some in like new york yeah some like if if you think of like a panera sweet green type genre of things hey like, let's let's be honest is way better than oh, Panera. For sure, dude. Don't don't sully their name, man. Don't even put them <laughs> in the same sentence. <laughs> I'm just saying if you're trying to think of but what Joe's to relate to, them to. But I am down to J- shoot J- for J- Panera. J- J- Let's get it correct, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Yes, I'm totally down to shoot for Panera. If they want to hit me up. Um...
0: Sorry. Uh, no but yeah, the food stuff. Like, what kind of attracted you to to it? Because like I've done a little bit of it, but you have to be a good food photographer in my mind maybe you're different you have to be like very like uh detail oriented a ton of patience and like the styling aspect of it Are would you call
1: yourself like a a really detail oriented person or it's like i feel like i'm a mix like i'm pretty detail oriented but i also know when to be like you know what like give it like let up a little bit because Like, you need to move on. Yeah. Like, especially on shoots, it's like, I can get super detail-oriented, but sometimes I'm like, you know what? They're not going to notice, and they're happy with where it is right now, so let's just move on. The carrots are are good. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, it's also like, I work with food stylists and prop stylists and stuff, so it's like, I can, I'm only so detail-oriented. I'm the type of person where if I have a team that I'm working with, like a food stylist and a prop stylist, I'm very hands off and I just let them do their work. There's some photographers in food and still life or like product and stuff that are like hands super on. hands on and they want to be touching things too. And I'm not like that. It's okay. like, I don't want you touching my stuff. You do your role. Yeah. You do your role yeah. because I trust you. That's why you're here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, if I have, if I'm like, hey, I noticed this little thing, like there's a piece of cilantro on the carrot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And are there like certain food stylists that? Because I know I work with food stylists. Um, Are they like? Do they have like their niche even within the food stuff? Like, oh, I'm shooting beverages, so I'm gonna hire this food stylist because they're better. So it's they even within even that. Yeah,
1: I mean, I feel like in boston a lot of the food stylists kind of do a lot Uh, yeah but i mean obviously there's people that specialize in things and then um a lot of the food styles i work with they're kind of like they do some commercial stuff but they do a lot of editorial stuff too yeah so it's like that crossover of like it's advertising with an editorial type look yeah. you know what i mean yeah who's the
0: local i see her stuff non-stop katrine katrine kelty she's like the o- yeah the OG. i need to interview her because she
1: you should she's every great.
0: fucking food photographer
1: in new england yeah I see her and she does everybody yeah she shit. yeah she's always busy yeah it's really hard to nail her down yeah. but she also just has like a ton of clients that's just like she's with them all the time like america's test kitchen or yeah, yeah. stuff like that like when you first
0: was that like a hard thing when you're going from like doing everything yourself and then you start like having a little team on these productions um did it kind of take you a while to kind of know how to manage that on set like like you said knowing how to delegate like hey you do this
1: and you do this or um I can't say it was like I, I, it almost feels like to to be honest like a lot of the them knew I was kind of younger and on the come up so a lot of them like katrine helped me a ton like my first like I did, a, like, some test shoots and stuff with her, and she was like, listen, I feel like you need this in your book. Like, we should shoot this. So, you would, like, hit her up, this, be, yeah? Like, I want to do test shoots
0: and come, like, yeah. Yeah, All and, right.
1: yeah, so, like, she was a huge help in kind of helping me, like, navigate, and I could, like, ask her questions and stuff, and then, like, like I said, like, a lot of people, I feel like a lot of these food styles and stuff, because they're so much older than me, they're like, okay, we know you're kind of, like on like you're you're getting into this world so we can like without saying anything we'll kind of like help you in a way and like help you manage things and then i start to learn how to manage them and then i'm more confident in that way you know what i mean yeah it's cool man yeah they respect your work so they're down to help you and i'm big on like i do a lot of tests so i can meet people because i'm like let's meet do a test work together get to know each other and then because especially in the food world it's like a lot of times i get a job and they're like who do you like to work with a stylist so it's like all right let's do a test when i get a job i'll reach out to you and then we already know each other we know how each other works yeah so you still do that
0: now yeah oh that's smart um yeah i was actually really excited to talk to you because you were actually on another podcast your buddies i forget what was it called uh, like two months ago so. uh it's called up in your business it was a good interview and you were talking about seo yeah man And you, you it's, it's like <laughs> i'm a,
1: very passionate about seo and that's like
0: something you just got into like recently yeah and uh how has it been like have you seen a, a benefit from it yet or is it a still a huge too? benefit really yes. like you can
1: like point to jobs that you got calls from um i don't I can't say I can point directly to jobs. I try to ask people when all goes well, like, how'd you find me? Yeah. Um, I think I check my off, bo- I off, check yeah. off the top of my head, I don't know exactly, but I know that once I was clearly ranking in specific things like Boston food photographer, still life, lifestyle, whatever, I could tell my inquiries were going up. Like I was getting reached out by people that I was like, oh, this is cool like this wasn't coming in before and
0: was it all stuff that like was it like uh food stuff or was it like even like this random shit like people or is it actually like stuff that you actually wanted to do or
1: i mean it's a mix it's like a lot of like stuff that's like yeah this is exactly what i'm gonna be doing but then it might be like like a local cafe okay and then you're just like listen like this is my price like i don't know if i can do it you talk it out with them but right. or like random some people randomly cold call me oh really? you know what having really good seo does it gets a lot of people wanting to assist for you oh shit all right i get so many assisting inquiries now and like kids in like high school or like that's whatever are cool, like hey like how do you do this and i'm like this is so funny yeah,
0: that's cool i used <laughs> yeah. to do that too um, what, what's the trick? Like, how do you get good SEO? Cause like, that's what I read about it all the time. From what I've gathered, it's a lot of like, um, what, like how you number your files, uh, having a active blog on, a little... on your
1: website, which I know you're really <laughs> mm-hmm. active on. Like I noticed lately, it's a lot of little, little, it's a lot of little things that you might not necessarily think of. Like how fast does my website load? So like I went back and resized every single image in my portfolio to 1500 uh, pixels or whatever cuz it made my website faster which then Google likes a what fast and responsive
0: site. Do you keep it at 300 though or the or 72 or is it how
1: small? It's probably 3 like dpi or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably at 300.
0: Okay, yeah, cuz once you go lower than that it starts to look like shit. Yeah,
1: um so like things like that uh I mean, there's even more that I could do. It's just that in Boston, I've kind of looked at like, what's the people that are ranking whether they're doing? And it didn't take much for me to beat them out because it's like, you're clearly not working on this. So sure. I'm just going to bust my ass. Isn't there a way? I, 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 actually, all of you. I actually
0: photographed, this is pretty funny. I actually got hired by American Express and it was like this um, campaign for like local small businesses, yep. some campaign they were doing. And I actually had to photograph an office that was an seo office and they, sh- they they were funny i was there and they brought my website up and they had like this like um like i don't know meter thing that ca- it grades your yeah. site on how well it does <laughs> and my site it was not that good <laughs> I was like, I was like, but well was- <laughs> yeah
1: because i mean when you're when you're starting a website you're just like i just need to get work on here. yeah and yeah you don't th- it didn't i didn't think about it forever yeah and then one dev is just like what happens if i look up no, i like i always just like google my name it's yeah. like no one's googling your name directly they're googling wherever you are or a term like lifestyle photographer food photographer boston food photographer yeah. and it's like if you're not showing up on that first page good luck and are you
0: putting like i don't even know if this is a thing are you putting like like i don't know like in the metadata like hashtag boston or is it not even like so that?
1: i'm not i right now am not doing like metadata in the individual photos which you can do and you probably should do yeah but um yeah um but what like on the platform i use like my host i can basically it's kind of almost like metadata i can tag individual photos and i can tag like groups of photos and then it's just like it's almost like less is more. So, yeah. like, on one photo, you'd write, like, just Boston. Yeah. On the next photo, just food photographer. And okay. then you might trickle in, like, want, like, photographer food boston like yeah. different variations of different terms yeah. and you just have to like really think about it and then it's really time consuming but it's like your website's an engine yeah and you have your google i know uh whatever, whatever they call uh, it. storefront the or whatever they call google my business
0: yeah which i've, yeah. I've read that's pretty important too. definitely
1: important yeah and then getting if you can get reviews on stuff like that um but yeah, yeah. i don't know i was i was pretty stoked the other day so my main rank i want to be is like boston food photographer yeah and i was like number but after the like ads yeah that people pay for and then like random like like there was a thing that's like 10 best food photographers in boston it was like some huge website that was just going to kill me oh really um but i was on that list anyway (laughs) no
0: i typed it in because i actually before i was doing this i wanted to
1: check so there's like it starts off with like if there's ads and then the google my business pages which i come up like pretty quick and then just for like normal i'm after like some huge website that's like a list of like top 10 something i'm number one yeah it's pretty wild like if you google like just like boston photographer and the
0: one that's the pop up a lot of times it's not even like i mean maybe i'm a hater but it's not always like the best work yeah like creatively but they obviously know what the fuck they're doing or it's like
1: wedding photographers and stuff i feel like a lot of wedding photographers are really in the know oh that's their i learned all my seo through a Wedding photographer in like Portland, Oregon.
0: Oh really like
1: I didn't contact him directly, but he had like articles and what was stuff. that dude
0: Was it that dude Benji hash or whatever? No, but no. he's one of them. Yeah he's it, a- was, it was Dylan Howell. Okay. Yeah, I think I heard of him. <laughs> yeah, one of those YouTube guys um. Yeah. Yeah. It's smart, man. I was really excited to talk to you because I, I read about it. It's always just one of those confusing things. But yeah,
1: it's like you gotta. It's. It's not as once you really like digest it. It's really like it seems so complicated, and it's super easy to overcomplicate it. Yeah. I hope you can't get my dog and. No, that's fine. <laughs> what's your What's your dog's name? Petey. Yo, Petey's chilling out here.
0: <laughs> uh, no it's good. Um, yeah, that's interesting. And, uh, like we mentioned before, like you do a lot of work for be good burger. Um, I guess like for people listening, like how, how does your relationship start with a company like that? Because like, you're doing like a lot of cool stuff with them, like all their advertising, a lot of the in in store stuff. And it seems like they, they do some pretty creative stuff, but like, how do you kind of, how did that kind of relationship start?
1: Yeah. So, uh. We kind of started this story earlier but i was working for that real estate agency went on a shoot had a be good smoothie and the woman i was shooting was like oh do you like be good and i was ranting and raving and then she was like oh my husband's the ceo oh shit and i had like a really good relationship with her already like done multiple shoots like we were like buddy buddy and then she was like do you shoot food and i was like uh yeah yeah, but like not like I didn't really I shot like a few like whatever I could do on my own so you go home and you're like
0: I'm shooting yeah yeah yeah." yeah. so I was
1: like (laughs) yeah I was like I definitely shoot food um and then after that she's like all right i'll like connect you with him or see if he needs anything and then maybe like a month or two later she randomly texted me she's like hey my husband's gonna call you damn and he like didn't i know he didn't look at my website he's just like yeah my wife likes you like yeah and then he was like all right we need you for this send me an estimate and then he's like and like We want to do a shoot because we're trying to find someone that can, like, do all of our stuff, basically. And I was like, this is so bizarre. Why is the CEO hiring the photographer? But they were just kind of, like, in start... It's still a small company. They they were were still small, and they were very much still in, like, startup mode then. Yeah. Um, So we did... It was... At that point, I was just going to stores and shooting stuff like it was literally just me and like the graphic designer they had wow so they would make the food that's at a normal store they would just just sit on the table and i would do my best to like style it and set it up and make it look good and then i did that for a long time um and then we moved it into they had like a commissary where they would make or prepare a lot of food to be sent out or they would do like sweet potato fries like they'd cut all the sweet potatoes and stuff because they okay. do. They were doing such a high volume so they'd have like a space in Malden um, we went there which the head chef would then make stuff and it was still like were you kind of like coaching them like in terms yeah, of like the for sure that's yeah. kind of good though because like, like when i started usually the they'd be like hey we need a shoot. do you have any ideas and i'd like make a google doc of like this wow. is what other brands are doing this is what i think looks good that's like the we dream client do- because they, they you can kind of put your touch on yeah it. but at the same time it's like stressful because you're like damn like i want it to like i'm pulling this inspiration of like this is what i want to look like so bad but i'm on the styling aspect i'm like i'm only so capable and like we're having like high school kids and stuff make the burgers oh, and like per- you know what i mean yeah um but i was doing a lot of that coming up with a lot of just like creative photo or v- small video where like gifs and stuff damn you're like the fucking creative director in a way i was yeah. like working with the graphic designer slash creative director yeah. um we did that and then we moved it so it got a little bit more controlled yeah. and then um the ceo left the company started something else but then it was like they were having a huge turnover and people were leaving and bringing in people from like dunkin donuts or arnold and like agencies and stuff to work in-house so then it was kind of a switch but it was literally the scenario of like having people, people vouch for me because they started working with um, an agency and the agency was wanting to hire all these other photographers. But they because I had such a good relationship with them, they're like, we want you to use Joe. Okay. Like, we want you Damn. to use Joe.
0: That like never happens.
1: I know. <laughs> so I got in with like the first like agency shoot that they concept and then we're doing video and stuff. Yeah. And then they kind of so did a good job there and then they kind of just were like ah maybe we'll just take this over in-house met the new people hit it off with them and then took off from there and then like that first agency shoot like you said earlier met the producer that producer works at night shift beer now she hired me and i do all the night shift stuff (laughs) you know what i mean like i have a great relationship with her that's sick man
0: and like so nowadays uh, with the shoots they're doing it's more of a the kind of bigger production like you're shooting in the studio with a stylist now for a lot yeah. of those food shoots yep. and stuff yeah
1: we have a prop stylist and a food stylist okay um and then that's yeah. that's
0: smart they see the value of good imagery because actually like i love it if you go in there in their restaurants um, they, I don't know if you shot it I, it might have been someone else but they, they'll shoot the farmers Like yeah they re- did that forever ago really nice portraits I actually I'm blanking on the guy's name uh, Matt. Matt Kalinowski yep. great photographer in Boston too um, but yeah they have like great portraits and all the food stuff and the one thing I was kind of curious about when you're shooting food like I think I've read this. I don't know if this is true, but like uh when you look at ads and stuff, I heard like a rumor like if you're shooting cereal, like they'll use glue. <laughs> uh, is that true? Like, can you use like artificial substances, substances, substance? I can't say the word substances uh, to uh, to make the food look better because I know like on soda bottles they use like glycerin and stuff. To yeah, glycerin
1: is a big one just for like the outside of glasses, and it's literally just the glycerin just helps like keep the bubbles. Yeah, it just helps keep it perspiration the, perspiration longer exactly yeah. um, but I mean a to be honest, like all the food stuff I do is very much in that like organic whole food world. So it's really not much of that at all. I wasn't sure if there's like rules or anything, but like I've done like just things like you shoot a wrap and like half the wraps filled with mashed potatoes. Just so then you only have to style the front part instead of like fill in the entire thing. Yeah. But I haven't messed with like glue or like really like motor oil is one that, or what do they use that for? Like coffee or something? just like random stuff i don't know dude like yeah. honestly i i can't even say yeah, if yeah, that's yeah. true or not because like i you just do it the your food way. world i'm working in right now is not like that that's good
0: i think it might be like an older thing or something yeah i don't know do you feel like there's like trends within food photography oh yeah dude <laughs> what like what's it like so, like yeah because i'm like so out of the f- uh, food photography world uh like what are like the trends now and like do you feel like you need to like um like follow those trends because like when you look at portraiture stuff a lot of the stuff i've talked about this ad nauseum uh but like you look at a lot of stuff it's like colored gels or yeah. like dra- drag shutters really hot right now yeah. or like the visco thing was cool like, a couple years ago um but is it kind of similar within the food world like in those type of things kind of
1: yeah i mean i feel like like I feel like throughout photography right now, kind of that like hard, like super hard light look is really... Oh, like on camera flash shit. Yeah. Or just like making everything look like direct sunlight. Yeah. Like in the food world, like I feel like direct sunlight is like what super... Even, like hard shadows.
0: Are you talking about like editorial or even commercials too?
1: Even I feel like it started. It's like started in editorial and it's going into commercial stuff now. Like I'll see billboards driving in the Boston for like DoorDash and stuff, and it's all that like they looks like it's noon. Yeah, and it's like super hard shadows. Everything's like hyper focused, hyper like you can see every speck of everything. Yeah, instead of like i feel like my approach is more of like a softer light approach i feel like
0: oh, i look at your stuff i look i feel like more like kind of classic like uh martha stewart yeah like, very clean i think like that's like timeless though like that stuff's always gonna look that's kind of what i'm trying to do yeah it's, <laughs> it's hard though because like I, I even feel like that sometimes i'm like oh damn like should i try some of this stuff that's like yeah but then i go back and forth on it i don't really um, I'm pretty basic. I use kind of one light when I'm shooting portraits.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff I'm doing is pretty, like, one, two lights. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not very hard to get, like, a hard light look. No.
0: not nah. nah, you just get a fucking little magnum And, like, a, a lot of, like,
1: even people send me inspiration with, like, that look. And I'm just like, hey, just to clarify, do you want it to look like that type of light or whatever? And they're like, no, we just... We want you to do what you do, but, like, we just liked the setup of this image or something. Yeah, that's like, the hardest
0: conversation sometimes because people actually don't really know what they want. Yeah. But then you kind of have to explain it to them. But, yeah.
1: But I think, I mean, just the major one I feel is just, like, super harsh light for food, which I feel like is definitely a newer trend. And it's tough because I'm, like, I can kind of see this dying within a few years. Yes. But, I don't know. No, no, it's interesting. It's almost like high fashion food is what I always say. (laughs) You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's just like it looks almost too slick. Yeah. Or even like, yeah, like some of the food stuff, I always drive by... Every, when you're driving to providence on the right hand side i look at it they have a dunkin donuts uh billboard it's been there for fucking 20 yeah. years and every month they got their new like gross sandwich <laughs> it's like one month of like a sandwich with like two hot dogs on it but it's always interesting to see how they shoot it and stuff yeah. but dunkin donuts if you want to oh hell yeah up. dude fucking america lives on Dunkin's, man i was hating i still eat the donuts Not dunkin donuts just, my, yeah. my number yeah no we're out here um no it's interesting so you 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 pay attention to what other people are doing and kind of oh yeah for sure yeah for sure and do you ever do you ever go down like the especially with social social media you you can go down the rabbit hole like comparing yourself to what other people are doing and what they're shooting Mm -hmm. do you ever fall down those traps at
1: all literally yesterday dude oh really i (laughs) was like dude i suck (laughs) (laughs) like why am i not getting this yeah (laughs) i was like damn i suck i don't live in la Uh, like uh,
0: oh man why did you feel that pressure to move to new york la ever
1: you know, not really. I've always been pretty set on, like, I like where I live. I like Boston. But, I don't know. Just, like, the thoughts trickle. But I know I'm not ever going to make the move.
0: Yeah, me neither. And I actually like the challenge of being like,
1: fuck that. I'm going to make yeah. it. I'm gonna Like, one of my favorite
0: guys I interviewed was this dude, Andy Anderson, who's, like, a fucking huge advertising guy. Yep. Uh, Dude lives in fucking Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just you, you put good work in, like, with the internet, like... Yeah, your seo is popping man you can go at the same
1: time like i like if i know like one of my close friends just got like a job with twitter and he might move to san fran and i'm like yo i will literally if you have a place to crash i'll say i work in boston san francisco oh hell
0: yeah (laughs) i did that once actually i got a job um it was for pop science and originally the two people were shooting were in cambridge but in, like, a matter of 24 hours, the biz, the guys that were shooting were moving to SF. Mm. So then the shoot was like, oh, we're moving to SF. And I, I was like, I looked at the budget, and I called the guy, and I was like, listen, man, I got a friend who lives out there. I can sleep on his couch. I can get a fucking plane ticket yeah. for 300 bucks. And I still made like, good money. Yeah. And he's like, can't go? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> nice. Like, yeah, he's got to fucking finagle it. Um. And, you know, another thing I was interested in talking to you about, because, like, obviously we've been talking a lot about the food and still life and all that you do, but you actually shoot a lot of really nice portraits and lifestyle stuff, interiors. Um, Like, what's your approach to, like, shooting portraits? Is, is portraits something you like uh, doing?
1: Yeah, I definitely like doing portraits a lot, more the, like, lifestyle-type portraits. And I, to be honest, I get a good amount of, like, editorial jobs and stuff yeah. still in that world, and I feel like now I'm finding that, a good overlap for me is, like, food, product, and lifestyle combined. Yeah. Like, I've, I've been starting to get inquiries for stuff like that, which is pretty cool. And I didn't really think of that for some reason, but... Yeah,
0: because yeah, they want... It, it might be a... I don't know. I don't know if you shoot, like, restaurants and stuff a lot, yeah. but it could be, like, the chef, the food, yeah, like, the whole... Or if it's, like, a business, they want encapsulate the yeah whole, the
1: whole or thing. just like any anything like any type of company even for be good some like they're starting to kind of be interested in more like a lifestyle approach to the food like yeah people interacting with it or like whatever because i mean stuff like that's good on social too oh yeah true um but yeah i don't know i kind of i feel like i approach everything kind of really similarly yeah nice, um clean light yeah just like clean light and just making it look like easy going is kind of my approach i guess i mean that's my personality so yeah, that's
0: right joe's chilled out <laughs> uh did you ever feel like like because this i'm sure you you fucking struggle with this not struggle but go back and forth like my website i'm always like what should i put on what should i take down yeah. like do you go back and forth on being like oh maybe i should just put food and not have portraits or is it how do you kind of get to that point where like oh this is what i'm gonna present like
1: yeah it's i mean i feel like a lot of what I present, like I'm always trying to be almost like one step ahead of myself. Of Like, where do you want to go? Okay. Like, like do, and that's just comes down to like doing a bunch of test shoots and stuff. It's like, okay, like I might not be getting this work now, but I can work with people that yeah. are doing this type of work and make it look like I'm doing this work or make my work look like I'm capable of doing that work. Yeah. So I'm always trying to make myself almost look better. Better than what I'm even getting currently. Yeah. Um. And then I don't know. I'm like always editing. Like I'm obsessed with my website. Me too. I go back and (laughs) forth. Like every I did it last week. I did it
0: the week before. And then I I put out like different segments. And then I'm like, I put commissions down here, personal projects up here. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, it's like.
1: But I always feel like I also kind of like look at, not like look at the market, but look at what I'm getting inquiries for and being like. People seem like I really want to do food, but I seem to be getting a lot of like lifestyle increased stuff. So maybe I should move more of that to my main page because it's not like I don't like doing that. So yeah. it's like if if I have an overview page of like everything and I feel like my body of work throughout every category flows really well, that's like really big with me yeah. is making sure everything's consistent.
0: Yeah. Cause it all does, like we were saying, it has a consistent look. It yeah. might be a different subject, but it's not like, yeah, it's, it's not like you're shooting on camera flash on one and then right. the next one you're shooting fucking black. Yeah, I I mean, the best
1: compliment I've gotten recently was someone was like, they just were like, "You, you do all your styling and everything, right? And I was like, no, like I work with people and they're like, really? Because everything's so consistent that it looks like you're literally just doing like everything on your own like at your house or something. They're like, I just thought you did everything because everything's so consistent. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, I feel like that's a really good compliment.
0: Yeah, because a lot of your food stuff, it's like, um, can you know, like sometimes you look at like, like especially when you get into like the like fancier food when you're shooting like, I don't know, fancy restaurants or, mm-hmm. it can look too high end. Like, yeah. But I feel like some stuff, your stuff's like relatable. It looks like something I would, yeah. I would actually, eat, yeah. I would actually eat. It's not like, and like we're going back to the lighting thing. It's not like, super high key and flashy yeah. it's actually like relatable it looks like something i would actually make
1: yeah you know what that's I mean? the goal yeah i want everything to look like a cookbook
0: yeah exactly yeah that's (laughs) paul Paul prudone or something man yeah Yeah, fuck yeah
1: like that's literally my goal is to like i want to be working in advertising and stuff but i like especially with food it's like i want to look like a cookbook yeah like i just want every like and because that's also what i feel like the world is going in that direction like everyone wants organic home-cooked whole food stuff yeah so it's like that's the look of this guys yeah like if that's what you want make it look like a cookbook
0: have you, shot any, have you shot any cookbooks yet? Yeah,
1: I sh- I have one right behind me, and then I actually am shooting one like next week's our first day.
0: How does that, how do those projects happen? Like, who is it through like a book publisher? Yeah, it's through publishers. Okay, so you're like uh, advertising your work to book publishers. Yep. then? Okay. Yeah. Damn.
1: Um. So those shoots are usually like you have the book publisher reaches out. They're like, this is the book idea. Yeah. Um. And then i love shooting books because you get such a high quantity too of like we're gonna shoot like 40 recipes that's not me yeah because you look at a cookbook yeah it's gonna be 40 yeah. things so
0: it's like how long does one of those shoes usually it's, take
1: uh, it's like a it depends like i've done it's usually like three or four days damn so you got to yeah. be like
0: really organized on yes like what you yeah. need because like you, there, yeah you only have this small time frame you yeah. need to be able to execute well and
1: everything has to be like you have to it has to be super consistent. Yeah. Like you can't have a cookbook that's like looks like it was n- next to a window and then the next one looks like it was like on camera flash. Yeah. Like it's not going to work that way. Like everything has to look super consistent.
0: It's like almost like um like like catalog stuff. Yeah. Like when you look at like catalog yep. or even dime catalog like say you go on uh I don't know, fucking nike.com and you're looking at this the product that's shot on white. Mm. People don't realize it's actually a skill to be able to make every product yeah. look exactly, exactly the same. The white looks exactly yeah. the same because like anybody can be like, "Oh, I shot that one picture on white; it looks good." Yeah, but can yeah. you shoot fucking twelve hundred yeah. products and make it all look the same? <laughs> yeah, it's actually like a. It's like you have to have like the eye for it, you yeah. know. Yeah, but
1: I also love. I mean, cookbooks are very much also like why everyone loves editorial stuff because you have way more creative freedom. Okay, like it's. I mean, you have to like have. A consistent look and everything, but it's literally just like it's me, the food stylist, who's gonna like cook everything, style everything in like the editor, and then the editor's gonna be there like one day, be like, Okay, we're good, just keep doing this, and then we'll just roll with the rest of it. Damn, that sounds so, fun, man! Yeah, it's super fun.
0: And when you shoot a cookbook, do you like, can you put that stuff on your website, or like, how do those like contracts usually work? Or is so it... it's
1: it's usually just a case of like, once the book is out, okay. you can share it. Okay, that's cool. And
0: uh was that your dog? Yeah. Oh, cool. I thought <laughs> someone was knocking. Um, and I noticed on your website. You do uh some stock. You have a stock photography section. Yep. You use some site called Stocksy. Yeah. Uh, is that something like you're pretty active with, like shooting stock, or is it more you kind of just like throw stuff up there? Kind
1: so of? yeah, it's it's not. I'm not like super active like honestly a lot of that stuff is stuff I shot before I was really getting what? jobs like dude a lot of those images if you go back I'm like are like my best friends when they were like 18 <laughs> but it's like I don't know dude like one day I'll just get an email and oh, they'll really? be like you sold $100 for like this XL photo or Direct something deposited. yeah and it's funny cuz with stock That was also when I was making my SEO, I was like really going into stock. And the guy that the one of the head ups. At that, Stocksy literally like called me and talked to me. He's like, "Listen, I really like your work. You should really put more effort into this because you could make like forty thousand dollars a year if you were like consistent about it and actually tried."
0: There's dudes. If you, I know dudes who just straight, that's all they do is stock photography. They don't even do creations
1: yeah. and they yeah, stuff. dude, people kill it. Oh yeah, especially in like. I find, like, a lot of people in, like, Switzerland and stuff, like, they literally, like, it's super clean, like, just super simple stuff. And they, like, that is their career. Is They're uploading, like, hundreds of images a day. It's bulk. You got to grind. Yeah, you, you do. Got,
0: and then, I can I know every agency is different, but, like, some agencies have, like, a quota. They want a certain yeah. amount of stuff that you have to send Stock them. Stoxy's not like that. Okay. It's but my- you
1: have to get into it like you have to be invited okay yeah that's
0: wild so that guy that's like reached out you never like i really heard of it he's kind of reached out like
1: randomly well i think i think i don't know i was like up was uploading some things and had some questions i was talking to someone then he's like hey you want to like get on a call and talk about this then we were just chatting and then he was like he's like listen like I your work's really good you should do more of this and he's like or just like i don't know so then i was like okay i'll take it more seriously and also with stock you have to learn it's literally like seo you have to learn about the tags okay so i learned a ton about all the tagging and then i do like pretty well on stock i mean i couldn't live off stock but it's
0: little, like you're walking around money. yeah
1: i mean a lot of my stuff like i have like i feel like from like october to december for some reason i get like a ton of stock sales it's weird yeah it's like weird yeah it's one of those hard
0: things there's only so many hours in the day it's like because you're already yeah. busy with your own assignments and it's just like but fuck it you got so not- yeah once in a while
1: if I find something that fits I'll throw it up there but I, I fucking love
0: it I was like I went on like the last couple of months I went on a fucking streak of like you know when you photograph a portrait of somebody and then they reach back out and they're like hey i want to buy it for like whatever yeah my company. i had i went on a streak and it's like it feels like free money man <laughs> like, you just like send them the invoice
1: get the money and then you fucking yeah send them the thing. it's
0: the best
1: <laughs> dude that a lot of that stuff happens to me too just oh, like yeah. I've shot restaurants for like other things and then the restaurant reaches out to you and they're just like, hey, can we buy those images? And I'm just like, hell yeah, dude, let's do it. And then also I always pitch, I'm like, you can buy these images and like, do you want to do a shoot? Oh yeah! And then sometimes they just hire me directly to like do more stuff for them.
0: Is that like a big thing, especially with like new restaurants? Like, uh, like, is that something you do? Like, work with like new restaurants that need like imagery and stuff?
1: Or, like, yeah, I don't work with like a ton of restaurants, but yeah, I mean, seems like a good gig. Like, if yeah. you can get in
0: with like the good like uh, like uh, restaurant groups or yeah. something in Boston. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, uh, a couple more questions.
0: I'll let you go. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, like. With photography stuff, because we before we started uh, this podcast, we were talking about you're bidding on job right now, and you're 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 going back and forth, the estimates and stuff. Like, have you thought about like trying to work with an agent? Like, you ever had a pressure with that? Because it's like a hard thing. Like,
1: yeah, it's tough because I mean, I definitely an an agent has been on my mind for a long time, and I've had people that I'm connected with and stuff being like, you should try to get an agent, or you should reach out to this person, but. Don't, I rush, mean, don't rush don't yeah i know <laughs> i'm not rushing into it and i mean it's not like we're in a new york or in la or something where there's like a lot of agents hmm. like i know well, like you, could, you don't you don't have. To i know agent you don't you yeah get an agent i was li- literally just talking to someone about this before literally I, I think i would
0: only partner with a rep that lives in new york or like yeah. la or sf maybe like so i don't know
1: i mean i haven't i feel like it's something i'm definitely thinking about and as i get maybe some bigger job so i can i mean i'm pretty i'm doing pretty good right now yeah so i don't know don't and, fuck and it's with it. and it's tough because it's like i don't mind doing like a lot of smaller jobs and then having bigger jobs trickled in
0: i just know from talking to some art producers especially when you're getting into the bigger campaign stuff where it's like they're spending like a 100 grand or whatever yeah. it may be they they want they they want to yeah. do it. It's more of this like not everyone's the same way because I definitely work with our producers who don't care. But then there's certainly like I've interviewed them. They I don't know why they just say they want to have like
1: that middleman person. Yeah. yeah, which I totally get. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's just yeah, it's nice because they can help you get like if you need crew or whatever. Yeah, it's all like
0: it's almost like perception, like a little bit. Like it's like what like your level of professionalism. Mm-hmm. Like even though. I can do that shit on my own. Like, I know how to fucking yeah. do an estimate, but in their mind, cause they're spending that much money, they yeah. view it as like this caliber of photographer sometimes. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think, I, I think that's maybe how they view it. Sometimes I would agree. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I don't know. I ha- that, That's something I'd have to take a lot of time and like get a book together, get really good promos together. And then,
0: and find the right person because yeah. a, a lot of those agencies, they have a fee you have to pay. Like it could be anywhere from five. I know it once you get in the bigger agencies, it's like 10 to $15,000 a year. you yeah. you have to pay them just to be on the roster. Yeah. So it's like, you, you have to look at it like an investment and then yeah. find the right person. But I don't know.
1: we're going to, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, it's, I can, nope. I can afford rent and everything now. Like I'm happy. I see a good future for myself. <laughs> like it's Hell going, yeah, dude. it's going. So no, no, <laughs> I, I, I'm always just
0: curious. Cause I think about that stuff too. I'm like, this is like another marketing arm, but yeah, it's one of those yeah. things like don't rush into it. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, oh, you actually shot a cool thing for the New York Times recently. Yeah. It was a bunch of, like, interiors. Yeah. Um, Is, like, the interior stuff,
1: like, that something you like doing? Yeah. I mean, I think probably out of everything is the thing I like the least, but I still like it. Because what's, like, the
0: challenge? It's like, cause you actually got some good shots because you shot like some like incredible like yeah. houses. Like, what, what, like, what was in Boston? Not, yeah, it was in... Like I New, forget.
1: Newton yeah, or something. It was something. in one, one of those like... Nice towns. Multi-million dollar <laughs> West, towns. Weston or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like how do you approach those shoots and what's kind of the challenge of like shooting that type of stuff, you think?
1: I think the challenge with shooting interiors is like... I mean, a lot of interior stuff I do is available light based and then like bracketing and blending to make it look really good. Yeah. Um so just like s- stuff like that limited space like it's tough to get like f- as far back as you need or whatever like and if you don't have like big crew like
0: you can't really move stuff as yeah. much as you want and stuff so you kind of just got to work with what you and got. a
1: lot of interior stuff like i find even more than food can get like super tedious oh yeah like especially if you're shooting like an editorial where it's someone's home and it's going to be published they want everything to look perfect Oh like yeah. that plant has to move a hundred times yeah and you're just like oh my god <laughs> have you had that like where the homeowner is
0: there and they're like oh i need to do this and yeah, yeah. Or just, i don't know you're just like
1: dude can you get your dog under control like yeah. if you walked in the shot like a hundred times or like or
0: like they had their idea they're like i want to have this here but then as we're talking yeah like, this doesn't look good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah
1: a lot of stuff like that um yeah but yeah i've done like i mean i feel like i'm kind of like a broad lifestyle photographer like even my food stuff is kind of like life like you said yeah like it's approach i try to be approachable so like food interiors yeah lifestyle portraiture stuff that's cool joe just wants to eat good food chill out in some cool spots
0: yeah <laughs> it's good stuff man <laughs> um, but i guess to wrap up man like what's next man what's the goal like you said like you're always kind of looking for the future like what's what's kind of is there anything like anything you're hoping to work on or like any kind of
1: It's just, it's honestly like a lot of stuff right now is, it's almost like building assets as a photographer, like a studio, a rep, just and like getting, just getting bigger jobs, bigger clients, things that I'm excited about oh
0: yeah i saw you were looking at a studio space a couple months ago in providence you yeah dude it's tough
1: yeah studios are tough because especially with me like if i get a studio i also have to invest in like putting a kitchen and stuff in it because oh, it's like i can't shit. just have a blank a blank studio like i have to have like a facility for yeah. people to come in cook do everything yeah because i do a little bit of everything so it's like we could use it for lifestyle people shoots and we can shoot food and we can so it's like it has to i have to feel like it's the right place
0: joe needs that range he needs that yeah like i need
1: i need to be it needs to honestly probably be in boston oh really like in which is like high rent and everything like that so yeah
0: you have to it's 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 one of
1: right now i'm very much in a spot of like what level of risk am i comfortable taking with like investing in these things assuming it's going to work out like assuming i have the network of people that like it should work
0: yeah it's a lot it's yeah a lot. it'll be all right though but <laughs> <laughs> anyways joe man pleasure talking to you yeah and thanks for having me man. for people listening
1: if they want to check out more of your work where's the best place to go what's your website uh my website is joe st pierre And my Instagram is Joe St. Pierre. Check it out. Lots of cool photos of hot chocolate and all the good (laughs) stuff, man. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks.
0: (laughs) So there you have it. That was the Joe St. Pierre interview. Uh, Just want to thank Joe so much for taking the time uh, for coming on the podcast. It was a real pleasure talking to him about everything he's kind of been working on over the course of his career. Um, So definitely go check out Joe's website at Joe St. Pierre photo dot com, as well as his Instagram at Joe St. Pierre. Um, he has lots of cool work up there, and he's always updating it. He's got a really great blog that he's always uh, posting up on, so definitely go give him a follow. And uh, as always, I'll be having weekly podcasts. Um, I've been trying for Monday. Lately, it's been kind of crazy with all the corona stuff, and I've been traveling. Um, but definitely got some more episodes coming every week. Um, so definitely go check out iTunes, Spotify, as well as my website, alexgagnephoto.com, and on my Instagram, at Photo. Thanks so much for listening. Take care.